On tonight's episode, we find out some dark secrets about someone's family. We watch The Clove Hitch Killer, and this is the Flixology Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that we look at all forms of media, rather be movies, music, TV shows, and if we feel fancy, a little literature. I am your host, John, and joining me is my wonderful, beautiful wife, April. April, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. A little tired. A little tired. I'm not going to lie, because that movie was... That movie was long. Um, it was... Know, it was. It uh, felt long. It was 110 minutes. Yeah, but it felt long. It uh, felt long because... It was so, so drawn out. It was drawn out, and it was, it was more of like a chill movie. Like, if you've ever seen The Lovely Bones, it kind of had like the same vibe, where it was like drawn out mystery like very quiet movie and there's not a lot of action until the very end yeah but anyway we should probably talk about what movie we watched tonight uh we watched 2018's the clove hitch killer uh directed by duncan skiles written by Kristen ford and starring dylan mcdermott charlie Plummer, samantha mathis and madsen Beatty. and basically it's a movie about where a son discovers that his father might be a serial killer from 10 years ago and he's getting some of his urges back again yep um they call him the clove hitch killer guys because the way that he types ties his knots like his ropes um because part of how he subduces victims is like through bondage um like by tying a clove hitch knot mm-hmm. um and the creepy part about this movie i will say is that the guy is like a normal average american dad you know he goes to church um with well, the local church that everybody goes to i mean and- he had a ted he has a ted bundy complex because that's how ted bundy was well i think it's more like btk than Ted oh, Bundy yeah. because Ted Bundy was so charismatic and outgoing and friendly and handsome. This guy is more like I'm a dad and like I go to church and I um, volunteer with the Boy Scouts of America and that type of thing. I mean that is true, but I just want to say you know I- I'll get to BTK and all that mess uh, a little later on when we get to our recommendation part. But why don't you give like a little plot summary? Yeah, um, I'll just keep it simple, guys, because I don't want to spoil too much of the movie for you. But basically, um, the son suspects his dad is a is this the clove hitch killer after he finds a little photo, um, a Polaroid photo of a woman kind of like tied up um, with like a name on it. That's Nora, and he goes and um, kind of befriends this outcast girl who's an outcast and the school and because she's known for like being obsessed with quote unquote obsessed with the clove hitch murders. Um, and it turns out that like the reason she's so obsessed is because her mom was a victim of the clove hitch killer. Um, but nobody knows that. And so their relationship kind of forms and they start investigating the dad and it, one thing leads to another and you know, uh, the boy, he keeps getting manipulated and then his dad keeps like kind of talking him out of him being the killer. But then the girl is like, you know, we need to investigate this. And so, lo and behold, they do keep investigating and it is revealed. Like, the dad is the killer. Which I do want to say for a little bit, um, I thought Charlie Plummer, Dylan McDermott, and Madison Beatty did wonderful in the yeah, roles. they did um, really good. Dylan McDermott, you know, he for our generation now, he's known as the 
the dad from the murder house season on American Horror Story, and he's known as like the it's like a serial killer kid in Asylum of season two of American Horror Story. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Charlie Plummer's in All the Money in the World, which if you have not seen that movie, please do. It's a serious movie with Mark Wahlberg. That's really all I need to say right there. It's about like the kidnapping of like this famous family's grandson. Nice. And then I've never heard of Samantha Matt. I mean, Madsen Beatty. Um, she was really good, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, the kid conf- they go the kid and the father go camping one day, and the son confronts his dad about, it, and the dad says, "Well, I wasn't the killer. You're." Mm-hmm. My brother, your uncle, who's in a vegetative state and paralyzed in a wheelchair and everything, he was the killer. And they go back and forth. Yeah, he tries to like blame it off on the on the brother, on the uncle. Yeah, and he tries to, and they go back and forth, and the the son convinces the dad to burn his trophies with the license plates, the books, the the fantasy drawings, and everything. Yeah, like, but without his you know memorabilia like that, like he really can't you know calm his urges so to speak and so he like wants to kill again and so after 10 years he stalks a lady and um goes and tries to murder her but the son and the little girl they go and they bravely you know sneak into the house while it's going down and um you know point a rifle at him and and they're like you know you need to turn yourself into the cops like yeah. this isn't okay and they save the woman um and it turns awry so yeah like the the dad knocks out the girl and he he tries to manipulate the son oh he manipulated he manipulated him because he gave him his rifle and then the dad was like i'm just disappointed then he aimed the rifle at his son pulled the trigger and thank god that chamber was empty yeah and then there was a scuttle and next thing you know the dad is choking the son to death and then he gets knocked out by the girl with the lamp Yep. And so instead of the, the, the trigger, the trick though is um, instead of calling 911, uh, they both decide to go and set it up uh, as if he went camping. The dad went camping and accidentally, you know, shot himself um, and, and had a gun accident. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of how they leave the story. Um, I mean, that's basically the movie. Yeah. I mean, it ends with the son speaking at his eulogy, which I thought that was really dark. Yeah, it was was a bit dark. But, I mean, good for the son, you know. I mean, at least he he didn't, you know, get him or his friend in trouble. And then he didn't, you know, shame his family and stuff and, like, whatever. I mean, I wouldn't have been that brave to travel. I mean, what if he had come to? Because he was still alive when they took him out of the woods. What if he had come to and like you know overpowered both those kids? I, the girl will look at her at the boy and go, "I will use the power of the lamp." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This movie was so drawn out. It was a movie. You know, it's one of those it's movies a movie. you can watch one time and it's good because you're like, "What's going to happen next?" But after you've seen it, after you know what's going to happen, it's kind of like, eh, you know. It's yeah, not, like this. You watch this was worth again. for our collection because we like studying. Well, we're not. We don't like studying, but we're interested in like the thought process of serial killers. Yeah, well, and like true crime and yeah. you know, um, like ID channel. I feel like this is something you would see on ID channel. Um, you know, where like 
who did I marry type thing, you know. Or, oh. <laughs> level, the level of Have deception here. Have you ever seen here. one of those shows? Like, who that beat Believe that I... Believe marry? Yes, I love those. Dude, those shows made me laugh so hard back yeah. in the day. Well, it, it always trips you out to think, like, you know, like the level of deception that's in a lot of these, um, you know, violent criminals. Like, they lead these completely alternative lives that it seemed totally normal but then you don't know that they're like a secret killer it's just i don't know it's bizarre and it very it's very scary to me because you don't know you really never know people and so i just think it's super interesting um so two little facts um before we continue um so in 2019, they had a, a magazine called Paste. I've never heard of this magazine before. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a list of the 50 best serial killer movies of all time, with this movie coming in at number 48. And this is the reasoning for it. Now, I'm quoting... I'm going to try my best to semi-quote this article. Okay. This is a devilish movie that does beautifully what horror films are meant to. Vex us with fear... Through the most deceptively simple of means. Yeah, I mean, I would think that's, I would say that's pretty accurate. Um, I mean, this movie, it just, the thing with me, it just felt like a Dollar General's version of a, the BTK story. Yeah. Like, I really, I really don't want to call it that, but I'm not going to lie. I it, mean, I could see that because BTK was like a deacon at his church and he worked um installing like alarms for people's houses like he did a blue collar you know trade job yeah um just like this guy did you know and i mean he was just an average guy in the i think he even helped out with boy scouts some just like this guy no he was a scout leader he was oh wait btk or the yeah movie? btk oh um like mm, i i want to say i don't remember exactly, I'm, I'm not sure about btk say. i'm thinking of the movie still i'm sorry no yeah no i'm talking about btk and how similar they are but and the way that they, you know, found and tortured their victims was almost identical, too. Like, so I just think that um, it was a lot of similarities. And I don't know why they didn't just make a BTK story, but I digress. I wonder if there is a BTK story out there. Not that I'm, like, interested to, like, try to look for one. But I'm just, like, you have movies about Dahmer. You have movies about Gacy, There's Bundy. a BTK movie. There I is think, a BTK movie? Yeah, I think movie? it's on, like, streaming or something. Yeah, I've seen it. Why does that not surprise me? Oh, it's so creepy, too. Like, and they have some footage, like, live footage from, like, his actual court trial and, like, his little mustache and his bald head. And he is so creepy looking. Um, I don't know where I saw this, but I saw the Dahmer movie. I don't want to watch that. It, it, I watched, it's a like, disturbing movie. It's too disturbing. Dahmer's too disturbing for but me in it, general. I couldn't watch any of his stuff. It's, it's creepy. Well, I'm bringing it up because of who plays Dahmer. Yeah. It's Jeremy Reiner. I, I know, but I couldn't. Wa- I couldn't even finish the book. It was so disturbing. Do you know who Jeremy Reiner plays now in movies? Who? Hawkeye and Marvel. Okay. I mean, he went from a serial killer to Robin Hood, pretty much in Marvel universe. And he was also in the Jason Bourne franchise, which I love those movies. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah, this is just kind of going to be short and sweet, people. Um, April, would you recommend this movie? Um, I think if you're into, um, I'd say if you like the movie Lovely Bones, you might be into this movie. Yeah. Um, just because it's like, it's a mystery 
and it's kind of a thriller. It's not really scary or suspenseful. It's just kind of like a mystery thriller. Um, and I say if you like watching ID and true crime and like, you know, deception shows or whatever, like you might be into this. Um, but it is a really weird, you know, creepy kind of movie. And if you don't want to think about that kind of thing, uh, probably shouldn't give it a try. Yeah. So this movie, honestly, it's a one and done for me. Yeah. It's like, definitely I, a one and done. I definitely, like, you're going to think this is blasphemous. I don't like the Lovely Bones. I have never liked See, that I love The Lovely Bones. It was I, a good movie. It, it's a good movie to me. It was just too, too long for me. But that we're not doing The Lovely Bones. We might eventually. That's a maybe. That yeah. might be a coming attraction on the show. That might be what I'm going to call the movies that we might do later on. Hey, the once we get through this month of horror, I don't think we're going to be watching horror for a long time. Until next year. Until next year. <laughs> That's why uh, we always uh, overdo it in October. Cause yeah. We... It, it takes like a year to recover from this 31 days. But anyway, like I was saying, um, it's a one and done. I think the cast did a wonderful job. I think Dylan McDermott's really good at like balancing like the good and evil personas of his killer instinct and the the dad of the year persona. I liked how um, they brought out the small town vibes and the yeah. aesthetics of the film. Like. I like the you know cinematography and all um, so that was cool. I just feel like this movie's too long for what it's about, considering how how it is. And honestly, unless if it's on like TV and I'm in a hotel room and it's Saturday morning and I'm like in pain from overnight activities, or I'm just bored out of your skull. Yeah, I would watch this movie then. Oh, but that was the Clove Hitch Killer. Um, tomorrow we will be releasing our episode on our last Stephen King movie of the month. It from 2016, 17. Gosh, I don't remember. I know I, the second one came out in 2019, so I think it's 2017. But it is the it chapter one. Yeah, we call it, it chapter one, but I think it's just called it. But basically, you know what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about Pennywise. We're going to talk about Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. We're going to talk about Tim Curry, who was the original Pennywise in the 90 series as Pennywise. I mean... We'll see who did it better tomorrow. Yeah, it will be... I guess it will be a nice palate cleanser. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but until then, till tomorrow night with It Chapter 1, this has been The Clove Hitch Killer. I'm John... And I'm April. Take it easy.